Simon sent me a message over WhatsApp following the last podcast I did with Joanne about climate change. And he said, climate change is a political problem of the future. A government of now isn't interested in doing anything that costs them money now. Covid is different because they have to do something now. And he raised a point that I'd actually forgot to include last time. I then also received a very long comment uh, to the podcast post on the site from John. And he was talking about how small changes add up. For example, you don't lose weight by going to the gym once. And that if we all make small changes, it will eventually make a difference. For example, you could pursue your employers to make changes. And that over time, the more we do will have an effect. And I do. whilst I do agree with what John's saying, and let's be honest, there isn't really any other option than doing what John says. We we have no choice but to um, try to do something to help the situation. But I'm more struck by the fact that our human nature now may actually preclude us from making that change. I'll give you an example. Probably about more than a decade ago now at work, I found a problem that was brewing and I could see it. And in a manager's meeting, I I went to great lengths to explain what was happening, the effects this system issue would have and how much it would cost to fix now compared to how much it would cost uh, when things had gone wrong prevention rather than cure and I was a new manager at the time and I was taken aback by the response Um, literally no one was interested and a couple of people suggested that I was naive in my thinking and initially I thought okay I've got this wrong I've misread this I've made an error um, and that somehow my, progno- my prognosis that's, that something was going to go badly wrong was incorrect. But it turned out that that wasn't the case. Literally every single person could see no value in fixing something ahead of time. Because if, for example, uh, we'd got it fixed and we'd spent a decent amount of money doing so it wouldn't really be recognised as an achievement. And eventually, someone said to me, when it goes wrong, we can fix it and we'll look fantastic. And I remember them using the words fantastic because it just just seemed bizarre to me. But that seems to be how a lot of people think, and particularly senior people in large organisations, when they take a new role, if they, if they take a role that is relatively prestigious, 
they've got to have an impact and, and they usually do that one of two ways. They either make big sweeping changes and I, for example, have been in the same company long enough to have seen these big sweeping changes actually repeat themselves depending on who the new senior manager is. And we seem to go through this very strange uh, cycle. But, but the main the main purpose behind their changes is that they have done it. The other thing they can try and do is fix something that's broken. Rarely will they try and invest in something that in the long term will actually have a, a massive benefit to the business. And this is, to a point, the issue we have with climate change. If you look at, um, as Simon says, if they tried to do something today, for example, there would have to be an investment of billions, trillions. And no one will think that that's a, a logical thing to do. I, I possibly would. And okay, actually, when I say no one, I, I think a fair percentage of people would. But I don't think it would ever get through because a politician, particularly one who is the leader of a country, is not going to spend that kind of money on something that, that may not bear fruit for decades to come. They could be a hero, but, but they'd be dead. And, and people don't work like that. People, a lot of people seem to only do things if it's recognised that they've done it and that they've had an immediate impact or they've solved a big crisis. And this is exactly why we see with Boris Johnson at the moment, um, he's getting praised all over the place for the UK's vaccine rollout. Let's not worry that 126,000 people have died over the past year. Let's, let's not worry about all these dodgy dealings with regard to COVID contracts to uh, particularly friendly companies. Let's not worry that the man is a serial liar. And let's not worry that his history is dubious at, at best. He has been perceived to have fixed the COVID issue by buying so many vaccines. It possibly, I mean, he would have obviously had to authorise it, but this is other people at play here in the NHS of course who have had to deliver those vaccines and the NHS is key here because they are the ones who can deliver it in a way most other countries are unable to. So we have this situation where in a fast-moving world if you fix something big you're a hero because no one has time to look into the detail of what you've done. So if I go back to that time when I was trying to fix a problem, which incidentally did become a big problem, probably cost many hundreds of thousands of pounds, but hey, the people who also knew about the problem and did nothing about it, like myself, were um, <coughs> applauded for fixing it when it came along. And I remember just thinking, 
this is just not how I want to do things. And ultimately, I didn't stay in a managerial role for a variety of reasons. But, but that kind of thing was one of them. And I think whilst we have that in our society, and let's not kid ourselves, whilst we have that kind of attitude absolutely dominating our society, not just in corporations, not just in politics, it would seem, in, in my, from my impressions, to actually dominate our society. Just from people I see out, or when you are, um, just when you go shopping, you, you can get that sense. And so we live in a world where everything's got to be fixed immediately. It's got to be fixed in a big way. And climate change is never, ever going to fit that bill. And that's what concerns me. Yes, there will be improvements, as Joanne said, but my concern is that the things that John is doing, which are perfectly, uh, which make perfect sense, I can't see how they're ever going to be enough to even have a marginal impact. And, and it, it just made me wonder if we're bringing our kids up to do a similar thing. Are we bringing our children up to uh, look ahead and try and stop problems before they happen? I think about Tom and Alice, and you've heard them on previous podcasts. They're, they're pretty bright for their ages, and, and they are well-read. They understand a lot of things, and they actually think about what's happening and, and, and what causes things. But in normal day-to-day -day life, trying to get either of them to plan ahead and to avoid even just a small drama is practically impossible. They don't see, um, they, they don't tend to look at fixing things before they go wrong. Now that can be a personality thing and it could just be that I'm on one extreme where I will always try and look ahead and try and stop things from going wrong. But I do wonder if we're moving uh, to a world where, where we prefer to crisis manage rather than actually uh, stop things going wrong in the first place. But it's just a follow-up thought because um, Simon did make me think about it and I started to wonder if the whole idea of people only doing things uh if it makes them, if they can be recognised for it, is much more prevalent than we are aware of. And kind of related to that, um, I've had a, a few messages this week and it's it's been a bit of a revelation really because I've stopped adding uh, much to the website. I felt that it was in danger of becoming uh, a, a bit of a link site where where I, the majority of the content is linking to works other people have written or other news articles and then just adding a comment below that. And I realised I was doing it just almost robotically each day. So 
from now on I will only be posting something where I've written it myself. But I've had a few comments um, from people asking uh, why there's less on the site. And it's, I, it initially struck me as quite odd because the people who do comment on the site tend to be the same people every day. And they are the people who are also in the, the WhatsApp group for the site. And, and they've always been there and we've always had good discussions and it's very welcome. But I don't really hear from anyone else until um, it's not quite as they would like it to be. And in particular was one from a guy called Louis who seemed a bit offended where, where he was talking about, I, I think he used the quote, what's the point in running a website if you're not going to add stuff every day? Um, and, and then he said it's a real letdown when there's nothing on there when I go to look at it each morning. Well, all I can say to you, Louis, and I, I didn't want to email back, is all I can say is there is a, a buy me a coffee link on the site. You could have sent, I don't know, one dollar at any point over the past year. Um, or you could have added a comment to the site. You, you could have done something, you, you know, just, just literally anything. But that's fine. That That's kind of normal behaviour. I must visit countless websites in a day and I never think to, I very rarely think to get involved and certainly not to uh, donate anything for people's time. It's just... I think we all have that um, that sense that the internet is free. And my sense is always that if someone wants to make money from a website, they have to actually go out and make that money themselves. It isn't on the readers to donate and to do that. And in that vein, the, the uh, coffee link will be removed from the site by the time this episode comes out because it's, it's only ever been used by one person. Um, so all of that's fine, but, but what I, the one thing I would say to Louis is to complain that it's not there when you've done, um, when I've never heard from you before, I find to be, uh, a little bit of a strange attitude, but it's the sense I get whenever the site slows down, a few people pop up complaining that, the content that they're used to isn't there. But whilst everything's running okay, uh, they um, I just don't hear from any of you. And the stats are have been pretty healthy the last few months, but it hasn't really made any difference to the contributions. And I mean, when I say contributions, I don't mean financially. I mean comments on the site, emails coming in. The, the, the emails are just dominated by complaints about whether it's my political views through the podcast or from you know there's still a lot of android uh fanboys out there there's a lot of people there's a lot of spammers there's a lot of trolls that say very nasty things so it it did make me think that if you want to criticize because it's not there I'm not going to get upset about it because, you know, it's 
you just visit the website. It, it, it doesn't really matter what you think. If you don't contribute in any way, if, if we've never had a conversation, you're kind of irrelevant. And if, if the stuff's not on the site each day, well, tough shit, to be honest. It, it's, you don't merit any comment to me about how the site should be run. And the interesting thing with that, if I liken it back to the first part that I was talking about where we don't tend to want to fix anything while everything's running okay, it's a similar situation. While there's content on the site each day and some people are reading it and they're quite happy, don't really do anything, just like we are with the climate at the moment. It's not necessarily affecting us. The moment things start to go wrong, people get annoyed or might actually try to do something about it. In this case, he got in touch. So we do seem to have that, that part of our, I don't know whether it's a human trait. We, we seem very good at not worrying about things whilst they're not obviously going wrong. Maybe that's a positive because if we did, we'd all have mental health issues. But it, I just likened the two and it was quite... um. It just struck me that all of these things came together in my head and under the banner of climate change, which, you know, to leave it on a nice negative note, we're probably not going to fix anytime soon. Anyway, thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>